Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West, the beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, joined by the big fella. How you doing, Brett? Brian Hunsaker. I'm yeah. doing fantastic. Awesome. You know what's crazy, though, Brian? It's two weeks to an election. And this is the phrase I've heard over and over and over again. And over again. And over again. Yeah, I know, Brett. I understand exactly what you're saying. But this time is different. And so I reflect upon one of my favorite investors of all time, Brian. Sir John Templeton. I like Sir John. You know what he said? What did he say? The four most dangerous words in investing are... This time it's different. Yes, exactly. So what do we mean by that? Well, folks, we've got an election coming up, and people are nervous, and I, I get it. I get it. Look, I'm nervous from a from my political views, but the one thing I'm not nervous about is the market. And we've talked about this on prior podcasts, and we're not going to harp on it too much, other than to say this. We know, I think we know, that there is going to be volatility. Yeah. Brian, define volatility for me, if you would. Volatility is is just the percentage change in in the market, you know, the day-to-day change in the market price. And that's what volatility is, both upside and downside. Both upside and downside, right. which people seem to forget. They believe volatility is just the downside. Well, that's the that's what hurts unless you're shorting the market, that, you know, the downside volatility. Everybody loves that upside volatility. But the upside volatility is also volatility. It is. Volatility is not risk. Volatility. Why? In- <laughs> that's most people think volatility yeah. is risk. Why? In fact, that's how volati- that's how risk is measured is market volatility. That's how they measure it. And uh, I've for for a long, long time, I can, I've been telling our clients and that volatility is not risk. It becomes risk when you have a, a short time horizon, and you need money, and you need the money, say, out of the market. Um, that's when it becomes risk. And and we tell people if if uh, you need you know, if you have uh, income needs or cash needs uh, over the next two or three years, you shouldn't have your money in stocks, and and uh, so you should really eliminate that risk. We think over the over three, five years or longer, that's that's the kind of money you you should invest in stocks and in, com- in businesses. But um, if you have short term needs, we tell you you probably shouldn't be in stocks, and so you eliminate that market volatility risk. But that's yeah, but that market volatility risk is the risk of selling assets, being forced to sell assets at a lower price than what you originally started with. Right. Risk is the permanent loss of capital. Yep. So if you're talking about volatility, yeah, your two-year example, I get it. We don't want people in volatile assets because you will be forced to sell could at the be. end of, could be forced to sell right. at the end of two years, either higher or lower, but that puts a finite period of short period of time with it. Now there is risk, yeah, exactly, and there is risk uh, investing in stocks and investing in businesses. You know what are those risks? I'm telling you, it's it's not. We don't. We think volatility is one of the lesser risks, especially if you're a long-term investor. But you have company-specific risk. That means that you know one of your companies doesn't do very well. How do we fight that? How do we defend against that? We have a diversified portfolio. That's one way. Another way is we buy great, great that's businesses, right incredible there. companies. Yep. And, uh, I mean, that's how we, we defend against those kind of risks. 
companies that no matter what, as we've mentioned in prior weeks, such good companies that will, if Biden's elected, they'll they'll adjust. If Trump's elected, they'll adjust. Yeah. If they need to, right? They're they're great companies. They're shareholder friendly. They're going to adjust, but there will be volatility. Exactly. Now, here's the interesting thing, Brian. When we talk about the market, we talk to people, and this is taught in schools. This is you hear this everywhere. The average return for the S and P 500 is eight percent, Brian Hunsaker. <laughs> which is true. Yeah. And I'm not mocking that. It's true. But listen to these stats. These are gonna blow your mind. You Uh-oh. ready for these? Yeah. All right. 94 years in the S&P 500. Okay, this is the stats for over, well, not over, 94 years. The S&P 500's annual return fell between the normal average return between 8 and 12%. Only six times in 94 years. Wow, yeah. So when we talk about average returns, the market's never average. It's volatile. It's either up, way up, which has happened 69 years, or way down, which is 25 years. And way up uh, higher than that 12% number. Yep, or below that. Or way or below that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Below that, 25 years. So what's, what's the important message here, and what can we learn from it? Well, during this election, whatever happens, right, there's going to be volatility. Stimulus deal. There's going to be volatility. Lack of a stimulus deal. There's going to be volatility. Volatility is the price you pay for returns. I th- I think it's really healthy for people to have an attitude that you just accept volatility. It's it's just what it is. It's it's part of being an investor. You're going to have market volatility, and the sooner you can accept that, or you know, know that that's going to happen, and uh, not get too worked up when the market's down twenty percent or and not get too excited when it's up 20%. Just say, well, I'm up 20. You know, the way I think about it, when the market's up 20% or 30%, hmm, it's probably, we're probably due for a little bit of a correction, yep. you know. Now, does that mean I, I'm i going to sell stocks and, you know, to prepare for that correction? No, because I don't know when it's going to happen. I have no idea when it's going to It could go up another 10% before it goes down another 5% or 10%. So I'm, I'm, not, try, I'm not trying to prepare for, you know, potential future volatility i just accept it and say you know what the market's going to go down if it does go down or when it does go down if i have some cash guess what it's going to take advantage of it yeah we're going to take advantage of it you know who's been great over their lifetime of taking advantage and handling volatility who's that one of my favorite people and mine too harley gilman harley gilman yes (laughs) (laughs) i've talked to harley a couple times this past week and and uh, just to shout out to harley we love love harley harley's not in great health and just we just wanted to he's a good friend and and uh we we just wanted to give a shout out to harley and say hey harley we're thinking of you yeah absolutely and one that has maintained his mindset and accepted volatility and by the way has accepted many presidential changes yeah and and stayed stayed invested right he stayed invested. so yeah. a good example for us all now let's talk a little bit about this election just from uh, from if look if you're voting for Biden or if you're voting for Trump and it doesn't go your way is it the end of the world I would say no yeah. because 
and this, we were talking about this today in the office, and this is what people are forgetting. In 23 months, which isn't a long time, depending upon who's president, if they do a crappy job, remember that in November of 2022, the entire House of Representatives and a third of the Senate will have to face the voters again. Yeah. So if we don't like what Biden does because he's too far left or Harris, you know, if Biden loses his mind and Harris becomes whatever, mm-hmm. then we can change it at the, at the ballot box. Yep. Same with Trump. So the founders created an incredible foundation for this country to lead us through these times. Don't forget that. Two years is not a long time. <laughs> thank, right? thank goodness that we, you know, we have a democracy and we can speak our mind and vote yep. every couple of years. And, uh, and they were, that was inspired, those were inspired men that uh, wrote the wrote the constitution and absolutely yeah so the what the, the other thing uh, volatility gives us brian is we got a we've got a lot of clients in fact we had a question uh, uh from a client to address this topic which fits in perfectly with volatility and that is putting money to work every month automatic contributions right, right. they give us money every month they fund their 401 or or, or 401ks, IRAs, individual accounts, whatever. They send us money every month. And volatility to the downside or upside, hopefully to the downside if you're sending money every month, but that creates opportunity. How, Brian, when you're talking about dollar cost averaging? Yeah, so if you think about uh, a market market with a lot of volatility and you're putting money in every month, the market goes down, let's say 10%. You're buying those shares at ten percent lower than you did, say, the month before or the previous month or some, you know, some time prior. So you're buying more shares. It's a way to accumulate more shares and taking advantage of market volatility. Now, on the flip side, you know, if you got the market going up and you're buying shares every month, you're going to pay a little bit more for those those shares. But it's just a way to even out your purchases and take advantage of market volatility when this when stocks do go down um so uh, we think dollar cost averaging is is a great tool it takes the emotion out of investing um we we try to do that you know on a kind of a more thoughtful process here at iron gate uh when when stocks go down we tend to get more aggressive and more active in our buying for our clients buying stocks and buying businesses and when the markets are up, we get kind of quiet, at least from the from a trading standpoint. We're not we're not doing a lot of buying when the market's going up, and so we do that. We practice that sort of philosophy, but we're not doing it on a regular set date. We only do it when the market is giving us an opportunity. Back in March, in April, and last spring, when the market was very volatile, especially to the downside. We were a lot more active during those months than we were, say, in January and February. We had a lot of new accounts, and they were sitting on a fair amount of cash, and we put a lot of money to work in, in during those market uh, volatile times. So dollar cost averaging, meaning putting money to work every month, takes the emotions out. It's hard to time the market and, and really don't try. 
to time the markets. No, it doesn't. But you certainly want to buy your assets at a cheap price, which is what you're talking about when the market's down. Right. Uh, and and not everybody look. Not everybody has a hundred thousand or five hundred thousand all at once to put in the market. And so turning on these automatic contributions and trusting us to know when to put it to work, you know that is dollar cost averaging. We have a lot of clients that are putting money in every month into their account. The money will go right into their money market account. And we tell these clients, it's going to sit there. It could sit there for a little while. And then when the market does go down or we have a little cheaper prices, we'll try to put that money to work. Do we always hit the bottom? Absolutely not. In fact, we never hit the bottom. We never buy right at the bottom. We, But when, if we can buy a good company at a cheaper price, we think that's a good thing. And so we try to do that. And um, I think it works pretty well. Yep. Absolutely. As we wrap up today, important summary. Mm -hmm. Volatility is the price you pay for returns. It's not a bad thing. It's up and down movement. And expect it over the next month for sure. Expect it and accept it. Yeah, that's a great (laughs) – I think think you have to – you have to have – you can expect – you definitely have to expect it. And you really – and I think to be successful, you have to accept it, that you will have market volatility. And – to take advantage of that volatility, if you don't have a lump sum to put to work immediately, just automatic contributions and that dollar cost averaging. Here's a little adver- here's an advertisement for Roth IRAs. Anybody listening to this, if you don't have a Roth IRA, you should really think about it. Uh, you can put money away. It's after tax money. Put it away on a monthly basis. You know, you, you the limit is uh, $6,000 if you're under 50 years old. It's $7,000 if you're over 50. I believe that's right. It could be 6,500. It's 6,000. So it's 6,000. Thank you, Katie. (laughs) It's 6,000 for under 50, 7,000 for you over 50. And you can do that every year, husband and spouse. So between the two of you, you can do between 12 and $14,000 a year. If you're not doing a Roth IRA, you should. That's money that will be can will grow tax free you'll never be taxed on it again and we have a lot of clients that are doing that in fact that's one of the things we do is we set all our clients up we try to set almost everybody up with a you know some people may not qualify but there's there's some things we can do to get around it we won't talk about that right now backdoor Roth IRAs but uh yep. to mention that that but uh nah, just email us we'll put you in touch with Spencer or Matthew and they'll rock and roll and figure it all out for you yeah our, our our uh, financial planners. Great point, though. Yeah. Great point, Brian. All right, my friends. With that, hope you have a good one. All right. Thank you. Till next time. Bye-bye. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888-591-0334.